Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Louisa TV. This week I'm actually going to do a three-part episode but all different. This week I really want to talk to you about soul contracts and pre-birth soul contracts and I'd like to share an experience with you um, where I healed my pre-birth soul contract. I'll try and keep it brief but it started off when I was about seven or eight years old. My parents separated. And this is what I recall. I remember being at my grandmother's house, who's now transitioned into the non-physical realms, and I stayed overnight. And she made me spaghetti bolognese for dinner. And the next morning, she made me the most incredible spaghetti bolognese sandwiches. And I loved them so much. The next day, I went to stay at my father's house, and I contracted germ measles and measles at the same time. And I was terribly sick. I was bedridden for seven days, delirious, couldn't move. And there was three things that I remembered during this time. And they were so powerful and so strong and so real. The first one was I remember in my waking states and when I could actually talk that I kept asking for someone to please bring me a spaghetti bolognese sandwich <laughs> and they never did I was too sick to eat I could barely drink but I just keep remembering asking for that the second one is I remember my father carrying me to an ice cold bath to try and cool down my temperature and the third thing I remember is my expansion my pulsating of consciousness And this was an incredible experience. And I think it really opened me up to new dimensions and new experiences of consciousness. And I'll try and describe it in words from my memories of a seven or eight year old. This went on for seven days. And at some point it almost became unbearable for me. It was a pulsation and expansion and a contraction of consciousness. One moment I was... Louisa or I identified with myself as Louisa and I was a tiny tiny little pinprick in the bed as tiny as a little cell or a little speck of dirt but I was still Louisa and then it would pulsate and expand I don't know how long this time frame was I completely lost awareness of any time and so the next moment I would get bigger and bigger and more expansive I would become as big as the room and then I would become as big as the house and then I would see myself over the earth and I'd get bigger and bigger and bigger and I became everything and I became consciousness. I do believe as an eight-year-old this was hard for me to understand and as I said, it, it was unbearable at some point. I remembered it crying out for it to stop but it kept going and going and going. And somehow I believe I traversed through other realms or other dimensions as my soul, as Louisa. And I do believe this also opened me up to 
greatly to the non-physical realms, to perception, to awareness, to a different vibrational frequency. I lost all worry during this time. I knew I also had a choice to die. I didn't really understand the concept of death at that age, but nothing, nothing really mattered. I prayed for this contraction an expansion to stop, but it kept going and going and going for days and nights endlessly. And when I tried to explain it to my father, he, he didn't understand. He thought I was delirious, but I knew something greater was going on. As I said, I, I had no fear of death and I actually still don't, but I know consciously or perhaps on a subconscious level, I chose to continue my life as Louisa and I recovered. Well, I'm obviously still here talking to you now delightfully. And after that point about, took me about three weeks to recover. I, during the seven days, I could only sip water occasionally and I was covered in spots from the measles and I eventually recovered. And about two weeks later, this is when the noises started and it happened every night for the next seven years. Some people would call it a entity attachment. I now know that is not the case. It was a pre-birth soul contract and it was my soul crying out for me to understand. So every night when I went to bed, I would hear a noise. It was a noise in my head and it would start low and it would get louder and louder and louder and louder until I opened my eyes. This was, I wasn't afraid of it. It was, it was incredibly annoying. And so I ended up for some part of those next seven years sleeping upright because when I slept upright, it, the noise didn't come. Some nights I was too tired and I just fell asleep as children do. But it was almost like sometimes it was a drum getting louder and louder and louder and louder until I opened my eyes. And sometimes it was a slow, soft, gentle scream that got louder and louder and louder. The interesting thing after I realized when someone was in the room with me, it wouldn't happen. When I had a friend to sleep over, it wouldn't happen. When, my, when I stayed at my father's house and he held my hand, the noise wouldn't come. And for years afterwards, and when it stopped eventually when I had my first boyfriend, and for years afterwards, I wondered what it was. I thought maybe it was a ghost or a spirit or some spirit that I recognized in my father's house. But now it took me a long time to realize, and I recognized this about eight months ago, that it was a, a, a my soul crying out. It was a pre-birth soul contract I had with my father. And what I realized through this sickness and this opening of consciousness and this expansion to other realms and other dimensions when I was very, very sick, just after my parents divorced, my soul was crying out because one of my lessons in this life was to learn that I don't need a man to support me. And it was screaming out on a subconscious level that I had lost my father during the divorce. And I realized now that I repeated these cyclic patterns with men that 
for some reason, and it is common for many of us, both men and women, that we look for another to complete us, to support us, to make us feel safe and whole. And this is not the case. As I've been practicing, when you can feel whole and complete and, and safe with inside of yourself, it's amazing how your external landscape changes. When I recognized this pre-birth soul contract that my father had gifted me by divorcing and, and creating a series of cyclic wounds through this lifetime that I've eventually moved through, I energetically thanked my father for his lesson. It was a gentle lesson. It could have been a lot harsher. And I sent a rainbow heart of light from my heart to my father's. And I ended this soul contract. I ended it with gratitude and I ended it with love. And I completed it. And while, yes, we are here to experience love and joy and friendship and relationships and connection, the true connection, the true essence always comes from within. This is one of my soul lessons. And I'd like you to encourage you today to recognize your magnificence. You are whole and you are complete and you are safe with you. There is no doubt at some point in our lives that everything will disappear, friends, family, relationships, events, careers, material possessions, and all that's left with us. And when we can have the best relationship with ourselves, watch how your life unfolds magically with miracles. And I say this from my own personal experience. So that was my recent experiences and story about soul contracts and pre-birth soul contracts. You know, fear holds us back and keeps us small and keeps us from living our dreams. And I encourage you to take a step, take a jump and take a leap of faith, knowing that the future can only get better if you, to be if you believe it to be so. Whatever you believe, you are correct. The only thing that is real is love. We come here for love, to learn love. We are born with fear and love is what we learn. So the only thing that's real is love. Everything else is an illusion. It is not real. If you would like to explore more about your soul contracts. Look at what you're afraid of. This is guiding you to overcome these challenges and experiences. Or you can have a look at doing passion mentoring with me. I've just opened up three-month passion mentoring programs. I'll put a link below in the show notes for you to find out more details. Or you can contact me directly on the contact page of Passion Harvest website. So I encourage you to shine and I encourage you to get curious and look at your fears and embrace your fears and get ready for major changes in your life. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. Next week, I'm going to talk about some incredible signs and synchronicities that have happened to me in the last couple of weeks. They're unmistakable and how to speak to you about how to look for your own signs and symbols. I'm passionately excited to let you know that Dr. Peter Fenwick's episode will be released this week and I interviewed him this week and I cannot wait to release this episode about the art of dying. He was on my bucket list interview and I can't believe how lucky I am and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful to you, the Passion Harvest audience and the Passion Harvest family for supporting this channel and spreading the love. So thank, thank you so much and I will see you next week for Louisa TV. Bye for now. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.